0: I'm a big believer in I, you, you got to go down before you go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't might not understand that and uh, I feel like if you haven't went through anything you won't understand what that means. Right. Um, right. I saw- 3, two, 1
1: action yes sir what's good y'all welcome back to the millionaire mansion podcast my name is james Hodgkin. i'm the owner of the millionaire Matt club and we believe millionaire is defined by the mindset not monetary status and we're tapping into our consciousness to reach our limitless potential man today is episode what number are we on episode 55 episode 55 man and we got a mentor a brother my trainer a damn near a pastor whatever you need him to be this man will he'll find a way to provide for you this this guy is a good friend to me a dear brother to me he's a owner of a develop a basketball development program called grow athletics and man I can't let y'all in on the moves that he's making but just don't be surprised if you see this man in Forbes all right don't be surprised so we got my man Javon Estelle ex-GCU basketball player Vaughn how you doing man let the people know who you are bro (laughs) how you doing bro man I got
0: Thank you for letting me be on the show, bro. Like i have been seeing you do your thing, little bro, and I'm loving the way it's taking off, man. I appreciate and it, appreciate always and being your presence, man. You know I'm good. You know I got God number one. You know I'm Sam I'm up here blessed, living life. Um, Business
1: life's going good. Things at home going good. You doing good. So I'm good. I love it, bro. I love it. And the thing that I can always count on with you is. Your energy, bro. Cause like the crazy thing is, is like you'll tell us this all the time. And I don't want to expose your sauce or anything, but I feel oh, like people need to know this is you you'll always be like, bro, y'all got me through some times, y'all got me through da-da-da-da. But the crazy thing is, is like you can never tell. You can never tell, bro. Like. Your energy, you were always, no, hey, for the people that are listening, his nickname used to be Yes, Sir, Man. So if y'all ever hear me say, Yes, Sir, that's from Vaughn. That's from Vaughn.
0: I picked that up from Vaughn. That's how you start the day when you open the gym, especially when
1: you're going at 5 a.m. Oh, me. Hey, that dream team when you used to open the garage, Yes, sir. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. Everybody's, bro. Why is he screaming? Right. Nice. And y'all about to run too, so get with <laughs> it. <laughs> bro, oh my God. I need to get back to Phoenix. I need to get back to Phoenix. But Vaughn, man, so you you've done a lot in your life. You've learned a lot in your life. You've been through. Quite a bit. You've told me some of your stories. I'm sure you have more stories to tell. But just to get us started, you want to give us a little background on how you kind of got to where you are.
0: Oh, most definitely, brother. Most definitely. So, you know, um, I'm a big believer in I. You got to go down before you go up. Mm. Uh, a lot of people don't might not understand that, and uh, I feel like if you haven't went through anything. You won't understand what that means. Right. Um, so I, I guess it'll start – I often think about this, too. If work got me where I'm at, I would say it would be 2011. I went to GCU to play baseball. A lot of people didn't know that. You know what I'm I saying? I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing my thing. Um, I get to the GCU, and literally two weeks before I have to leave, I think it's like maybe even a month before I have to leave, I get an email back from the coach that let me know I probably wouldn't make his roster as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family's like, just go. You never know what's going to happen. I get there. And while I'm there, I get cut. So now what do you do? Man, so the be- next best thing to do on campus is play basketball. So I go down to the gym. And let me tell you, bro, it was nothing special. Couldn't dribble with my left hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Couldn't shoot. All I could do was drive really hard going right and dunk. I could catch a tip dunk. I could catch a poop. That was it. Right. Um then like I saw one of my boys there working out with a dude named Kyle Speed, man. Kyle Speed, uh, mm. Kyle Speed man. See, Kyle, I mean, yeah. that's my guy, man. I give Kyle, Kyle a lot of credit, man, because it was like, I was like, I went because I, I met Kyle and Kyle kind of was like asked me one day, bro, and I just for the reason I asked you all this. He said, "What do you want to do with basketball?" And like, at this point, I was just trying to get better, right? So I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there really thinking, "What do I want to do?" So prematurely, I was like, "I want to play on the GCU basketball team." He's like, okay, let's make that happen. All right. So, at the time, Kyle was on the basketball team. So, right. Kyle's helped me out every single day. So, I ended up going back to Winslow, right? And I, I tell my big cousin, Jordan Eccles, tell him about it. And Jordan's like, bro, if that's what you want to do, like, put the work in. Let's do it. So, wait, my cousin supported me, bro, from – Wait, you're like 18 at this time. Right, 18 turning 19, bro. I'll never forget it. And my cousin supporting me, bro – uh, I got Kyle supporting me. And then you know, got, you got people on campus that were supporting you at the same time, but it was nothing like the support I was getting from Kyle and nothing like the support I was getting from my cousin Jordan. Right. Like, my cousin Jordan would check in with me every single every single time I went home. He would call and say, Yo, how's training going? How's it looking? When I went back home, he'd be like, Yo, hey, you're looking better, but you should try this, try that. Like, right. Jordan's the one that got me into sports to begin with. You know what I'm saying? That right. tough love when I was younger. Right. So, Jordan got me up and going. So, I give him all the kudos for that. And then, kyle helped polish everything so roughly but we fast forward and make the GCU basketball team after all the like the hours the sweat believe it or not the tears, the tears. and that put me to where yeah. i'm at today because it was like dog like i never i never knew not how to how to hustle like right. i had to make something happen right? right so at the end of the day it's like you want to make something happen and you want to be make a difference Right. And, you know, and like making the GCU basketball team made a difference for me because from my hometown at that time, nobody was playing at no high level like that. So I got a chance to really make a, a name for Winslow, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And then you know, after that, I got a chance to go to Dream Team Academy, and I had a basketball academy that I partnered with with Mimi uh, Mimi Summers, and get a chance to make a developmental basketball company in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. And I was giving back at a rate at patience, people hadn't heard of. So now here I am with Grow Athletic, right? And I'm trying to create. Not only basketball, but just for the, just so everybody knows, I'm trying to make literally every sport piece by piece and give back, but give back in a way that, you know what I'm saying? Like give back in a way that every single kid can finally have a coach or mentor to be there for them. And not just on the field, but off the
1: field. Right. Bro, that's you know? the biggest part of athletics is like. Yes. You're not going to be dribbling. the. Everybody hears this. You're not going to be dribbling the ball. You're not going to be swinging the bat. You're not going to be throwing throwing the football around forever. The sport will really instill those solid habits that you need to be a good business owner, employee, mother, father, brother, teammate. Like you really learn how to become a good human. You can really learn how to become a good human through sports and athletics and those experiences. And it all starts with a good mentor and somebody feeding your belief system. And I feel like you're, you're the perfect, perfect version of it. Using the example of Kyle speed and your cousin, Jordan, like how much belief they're pumping in you. And then you made Bro. it happen. Right. So, cause GCU y'all were on, y'all were on the come up. Y'all were on the come up. So that's nice. an easy roster to make. That right. that's belief. So I want to, I want to hear about that. What was it like going into those GCU tryouts knowing you put in work? Right. But right. in a sense, do you still feel like you were behind, behind the eight ball? Thousand, percent
0: Uh, people like, so bro, you realize that. So imagine I was a, people want to laugh. You know, I was just a center. I'm six one.
1: Okay. <laughs> I weigh,
0: you know what I'm saying? I weigh, I weigh 200 pounds at the time. Um, and literally, all I could do was I, I, I got a little jumper. My mechanics were off because I had to teach myself. Right. Kyle and them help my handle enough, but it wasn't tight where it needed to be. You got to ima- imagine, at this level, you've been playing basketball, been training with basketball since you were, like, what, five or six? Right. I was just at the park with my cousin Jordan, Jordan said, you better learn how to dribble. If not, Jordan took it. You better learn how to shoot. If not, Jordan made me shoot. You better yeah. learn how to dunk. If not, Jordan was pushing me off the, like, you know what I'm saying? So Jordan right. really made me, like – the, with the bare fundamentals, Jordan helped me with that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And Jordan did it like with like tough love, and it, and it helped because comes down the line, if I had if that hadn't been for Jordan, I wouldn't be able to be uh, able to take the mental capacity at GCU. Mm. Uh, going to the GCU trials, bro, it was nothing like people think. Like, okay, so my dad knew one of the coaches, so that helped me get an in. The first thing you need at any place you go to is an in. You have to either write an email to a coach. Get a coach to see you. Like, I don't care what nobody says, bro. Like, you have to get your foot in the door. And no matter if you get your foot in the door, you got to put the work in and stay there. You mm-hmm. feel me? First day of tryouts, no lie, bro. I Okay, keep in mind, I'm training. At this time, I'm working overnights at Walmart. Okay, so I'm working overnights at Walmart. Um, so I'm getting off at 6 a.m. I'm going to the gym at 7 a.m. I'm working out. The GCU team gets there at 8 a.m. I'm watching them practice. When they leave at 11, I'm doing what they did at practice by myself with no rebounder. Because at this time, I was working out with my friend, Chris Beverly, my cousin, Isaiah Polk. And we were working out in the gym. But then Isaiah ended up having to go and work. And then Chris went back to Vegas. So I have no rebounder in the gym. Mm. So for those of you guys that don't understand, I want you to really think about that. People are like, oh, that's not bad. I shoot by myself. No, I'm not shooting. I'm going and I'm doing drill work all the way. Imagine doing a whole entire rip through to a step back or a side step, shooting the ball going one direction. There's th- two empty courts to your right hand side. And every single time you miss, the ball's flying. So it's like it got me in shape because eventually, bro, I got tired of chasing after the ball. So what do I have to do? Make shots. <laughs> Make <laughs> you feel me? So I'm doing that, bro. And I'm doing that. Then I'll go back home now i'll find a run to go to i go to a run i go home and sleep and then i would go to work at night mm. um which was tough because then i'm only sleeping a little bit of time right so then uh so then like the first day of trials right my body's already tired and i'm trying to mentally lock in i get a cramp very yes. first drill
1: mm. very
0: first drill and i'm like i already ruined my chances this is day one but i come back bounce back have a decent day after day one I run up to coach my head coach. I'm so sorry about the cramp. Uh, let me know anything I can do. He says, "Just let me evaluate you a little bit." I said, "Okay, cool." Yeah. Um, then I get to day two. Day two
1: is a little bit better. Only imagine 18 year old ambitious Vaughn, bro. Oh, keep, like, keep it. keep in mind. Okay, keep in mind. This is two years later, so I'm 20. I'm oh, tw- 20. Actually, I'm tw- sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'm 20.
0: So I'm tw- I'm 20 at this point, bro. So I'm 20. I'm 20. So now I'm just like, yeah, right. I'm on the I'm on the grind. So then, okay, day two comes. So for you guys that don't realize this, now we're two years. In the gym, eight to ten hours a day, six to seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Every single day, I'm on it. Summer? What? What summer? I don't even know what summer was. Till this day, I've never had a spring break. I'm twenty. About to be, I'm about to be twenty nine. I didn't even take spring break as an undergrad. So, okay. So now I'm going right. And day, day two comes and I'm sitting there, bro. And then uh, I have a better day. I move to the three. I'm at the three. I'm doing my thing. Keep in mind, I told you, I've never played three like live situation. I always play the post. So right. it's my first time getting a read. Okay. Day three, I get moved to the bigs. And at the same time, at the end of day three, the coach that uh, my dad contacted walked up to me and said, hey, man, you got to pick it up. You can't be here and bring down the energy. You got to match everybody's energy. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. So I get home. Um at this is when my faith was at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you guys know, you have to give up something sometime. I give up rap music. Like mm-hmm. I gave up a lot. You know, I went celibate mm-hmm. for uh over a year. Um, literally I'm sitting there and I'm just like, bro, I'm just praying. Like he, at this time, I'm serious. Like in my car, all you can hear is worship music. At home, worship music, like right. listening to I know, all kinds of different like old school, new school worship music. And I'm in the car praying, bro. I'm about to cry. I'm on my way home. It's a 20-minute drive to Levine. I'm like, bro, I gotta get this right. So I come in the very next day, bro, and it was the best day I've ever had, y'all. I went almost every single shooting game. Like people are looking at me weird because I'm hit shots. And I'm in there yelling, letting them hear Yo, it. <laughs> and I'm like, I hit a shot, you already know me. I hit a shot, and I was like, that's game. Like I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling real, real good, right? And I have a great, great, great day. So here's the highlight: Friday comes, right? That first week. We're all stretching. Um, we're laying down, stretching, and then coach walks around. He's like, guys, the itinerary for Italy, okay, because we are on an overseas trip, is going to be in your locker, so I want you guys to make sure that you get that. And then I looked at uh, I looked at coach, and I was like, hey, coach, uh, I don't have a locker, sir. Because like, at this time, y'all y'all don't understand what this means to just have a practice journey. Mm-hmm. And it was dope because the guys on the team would always see me in the gym. When I got to the practice, I would show up at practice and change right down the sideline. All my boys on the team walked by me and yep, said, hey, bro, this is what you work for. And the crazy part I loved them for is that they, they didn't take it easy on me. They all went at me every day, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when that happened, bro, it was, like, humbling because it was, like, man, like, okay, I'm here. I got I to do it. So that last – and then that every single day, I'd be like, hey, you're that close, bro. Keep working. So they'd take my jersey from me every day. Keep working. And the managers, even the managers, bro, keep working, Vaughn. So I'm sitting there. They, I have a great day, y'all. I feel good. I'm stretching. Coach Marley looks at one of the managers, talks to him, and then uh, he comes back over towards me. He's like, hey, uh, when you get done, go get your locker. Mm-hmm. So, bro, now – and I, I keep in mind, I said I put in the locker room one time before this. And I went in there just to look at it, and I was like, I will not come back in here until I earn it. So it's been over a year since I've been in here, so I, I got goosebumps, right? So I walk in around the corner, bro, you, at the GCU locker room, you walk in left, you make a quick right, and then there's a the locker. So I walk in, bro. And in the back corner, I'll never forget it, back right corner, there was one locker with no name on the top. And the only thing it had on it was a hanger with a black and white reversible GCU jersey, no number. That's all I had. Right. And at that point, right, three years of work came in for that one moment. Man. but keep in mind y'all like you know what i'm saying like i'm like, trying to tell you like this goes up to anybody watching this anything you do can really matter all the work you put in the ups your downs like i got cut twice from the baseball team in this time and this time i've tried out twice for the basketball team at d2 level got denied twice you know i'm about to tra- I, at this time that i was going to try out for gcu i almost left and went to chandler gilbert right and then i got a con- I got a text from chandler gilbert that said hey Vaughn, you i can't uh, we can't let you to dictate our program man are you going to come with us or you're going to see what's going to happen with gcu and literally, I was about to respond and say, I'm coming to Chandler Gilbert, and I cannot make this up. As I'm texting, I get a text message. I open it. It's the coach from DCU. Hey, Vaughn, hang in there, bro. We're just getting some stuff figured out, but we're going to have you uh, We're gonna have you uh, just keep staying with me. I'm going to keep you with the loop with the walk-on process. And literally, two weeks later is when I had this practice. All of the moments led up, bro, just not quitting, giving all your faith in the God and just really pushing and persevering through your storm, right? your storm that you're going through right now that you think you got to quit, don't quit because the storm is preparing you for something better. Oh, and the man. storm prepared me for this moment, right? And it might seem crazy because I got the moment, but you got to remember, I put the work in to get, but this, this opportunity may have been I, I got the opportunity, but I had to put the work in when I got there. Right. So if I didn't showcase the work that, that I got to put it in or I, when I got there, there's no way I would maintain my opportunity. Mm-hmm. So We already know the end what happened because we already know we're saying XTCU player. But once I got my opportunity, it was like, man, how long would I stay? Mm. You may get the job because you outbeat everybody else in the interview, but how long are you going to be there? You might get the girl. You might get the girl because you put the work in now, but how long are you going to keep her for? Mm. You have a new car right now. How well is it going to run? Your house look good now. How well is it going to do? It goes back into what you're going to invest. Because at the same time, we always want to point fingers like this, 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 and that, but we don't point the finger back at the most important person yourself. You feel me? And then, so now I'm sitting there, bro, getting back to the story. And I'm like, man, you know, like, okay, okay, I got the jersey. Check this out. This is how God works, y'all. So now I got, I just told God, just please, Father, just let me have an opportunity. I go back out the next week and it's crazy. I saw three of my friends get cut. Damn. They were already on the team. And I'm still here. Damn. Imagine that, right? So then I go to practice that Monday. I'm no longer a three. I'm no longer a point guard. I'm not so I'm not one or two, a point guard, shooting guard, or a small forward. I am now a power forward. <laughs> Keep in mind. Now listen to that. Now remember what I said. We I got cut twice when we were deep two, right? We are now a D1 program. Why am I? I am a starting power forward. Not starting power forward. I am a power forward. Sorry, I did not start. I'm a power forward. Yeah. <laughs> my coach, my coach, my coach told me in high school, which he was right. He was like, I would send film out for you, but I mean, who's going to try and recruit a six one a center? Now I am in college playing the same position I played in high school. D1, four and five, D1. So I'm sitting there, bro. I'm going through the workouts. I'm putting the work in. I was already in the weight room, and then. Um, I get uh one of the coaches walks up to me and say, Hey Javon, don't get your hopes up. But Coach Molly's thinking about taking you to Italy. I said, For real? He said, like, Yeah. I was like, Don't get your hopes up, but just letting you know. So I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, cool. And literally the day after that, coach, I get I they walk up to me and say, Hey, you go get your uh, passport, you're going to Italy. So in a matter of three in a matter of three weeks, God has blessed me with a jersey, then a locker. Now I'm going to Italy. Am I staying? And then I asked Coach Marley, we had a day off, right? We yeah. had the day off, but I'm in the gym. So Coach Marley walks in, he's like, you working? Yes, sir. And I was like, Coach, I gotta ask, just is it since I'm going to Italy, am I, am I on the team? Coach Marley looks at me and smiles and laughs and says, He says, You're going to Italy? Isn't that good enough? I said, Yes, sir. He said, Well, we'll get back to work. So at that point in time, now I'm like, Is my, is my, is my position safe? And then the funny thing about it is, till this day, bro, I've never gotten told I was on the team. <laughs> Never. <laughs> really? I swear to God. And then like, I went overseas. I, first game, got my first bucket. And guess what it was? A post move. A post drop move. Step, a drop step, a bang contact, drop step, hop step to the middle, right hand jump hook. Next game, scored again the same way. Then in the third game over there, I got my only dunk in college and nobody ever saw it. And <laughs> it was because we had two players that couldn't play. I was six men off the bench and had a game of my life.
1: You're right. I remember then, you telling me that.
0: Game of my life! I'll never forget that. Picked the dude that half court took off, looked back, and bang, punched on the fast break. And then in the game, we our last game we played a higher level team. And I got, I like they needed a quick sub in the first half, and boom, who went in me? And I, I tricked the layup, great. But then I ended up, I ended up making two points in that game. I scored in every single game at least. I got a lot of compliments because being on help side in defense, rebounding, uh just little things, right. And sometimes that's where a lot of people don't realize you ain't got to be the superstar because you can still be able to have a story about yourself just by playing your role. Because just by playing your role, you might be doing more than anybody knows. Mm. So that's, and that's what happened, bro. And then uh, as, a, as a walk-on for three years at GCU, I never, I never got cut again, of course. I always traveled no matter what. I heard most walk-ons don't travel. I didn't know that. I thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. I traveled everywhere. I got a chance to go to Kentucky. I've been to Louisville. I've been to Indiana. You know what I'm saying? I've been to, like, that's three prestigious programs right off the bat, just to name a few, right? Right. And, you know, got a chance to play against Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker. Uh, got a chance to play against Willie Cauley-Stein, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, OG, you know what I'm saying, OG Novi. Like, you know it's like It's a variety of different people. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: That is Yogi- – Bro, that is – every time you tell me the story, it, it, it's just so mind-boggling just because – that process, that process and that grind is just something different and something so translatable into anything. And honestly, yeah. that's why, that's why grow is doing as well as it is. Cause that's bro. We were talking about it before uh, we threw the camera on this man's doing 14 hour days, 14 hour days in the gym, goes home and starts getting on his computer research and more opportunities. So it's really like, a 20 hour day. And that's, that's a grind that's going to be instilled in you forever. Like nobody, I love saying that I love, I don't know where this quote came from or where I heard it or if I came up with it, I don't know. But I always say, nobody can take your grind. I don't know where I heard that, but like, you're the walking quote. You're literally the walking quote. Like nobody can take your grind. So, you know, obviously the the story, the story played out, the manifestation manifested, God provided always. what what was it like in the dark? in the times when you're I don't know if I can make it or I' don't, made the team, but maybe you're like I don't know if I belong here and that that self that self doubt kicks in the 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 am i good enough all that when all mm. that kicks in what was that like bro how do you So on, you? the funny thing about it is that never happened when i made the
0: team mm. because you got to understand if you have that mentality you're not going to be able to like progress right? right so my first game i didn't check in cool everybody got their number called don't matter i'm ready next game Right. The next game didn't happen. So what? Six games later, I gotta check in. But I was ready. And that's number one thing. You know, that's number one thing. Um, you know, uh, it's like you you gotta just sit there and you gotta wait. And you can't rush God's timing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I made it through the storm, right? Okay, I'm not playing. Oh well. I I people are gonna say think I'm crazy, right? I used to leave the gym when it was closed. Limp over to the GCU arena and sit outside till 3 a.m. and listen actually and listen to myself play. I would read the GCU arena sign over and over, and I could just see myself running down the court and the crowd, and then the, the score saying, "You know, Joe, hey, Javon is still two points." So, like just you know, what I'm saying just one time. I was I I literally told myself I would hear that one time, and then. Here I am two years later and I'm doing a I set a pin down, I get a screen, flash the I flash the free throw line, shoot a fadeaway jumper at the at the in the middle and make my first ever college basket. That is crazy. You know, and it's like, bro, it's like in the dark times, my darkest times were when basketball was removed. Because it was like, what am I going to do now? Because I put everything into basketball. Now what? And that's why you have to really focus on school. Like, that's why school is most important. You got to make sure you take care of it. Because, like you said, bro, what are you going to do when the ball stops bouncing? Right. I didn't have an answer. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, the story is good, the outcome I have is good. But it's like, I wasn't ready when the ball stopped bouncing. I did some things. Um, I did some things, you know, that uh, I'm not proud of. I'll be honest with you on that. As a man, I'll talk to you as a mentor. I did some things I'm not proud of. And, you know, and I, to this day, I'm not perfect. I'm a a big follower. I'm a big follower of Christ. And I got the biggest, uh, you know, I got the biggest wake up call every single time I get this Bible scripture that comes across that says, followers of Christ should should live as Christ did. Right. Dang. You know, and I look at myself every day, like, damn, i living like Christ did. No, I'm not. But, you know, I tell myself, I tell myself, you know, like, Okay, if I just go ahead and I strive for perfection, okay, some people are probably gonna say I'm wrong for this, but if I strive to be as perfect as I can in in correlation with God, eventually those small things that are keeping me in the dark are gonna disappear. Mm A lot of people don't notice I don't cuss no more.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't say actual cuss words anymore. It's been over a year now since I purposely just said a cuss word, Right. right? Slowly but surely, I'm getting rid of alcohol, which is my biggest thing. Alcohol consumption. Okay, nobody's perfect, right? So right. I'm getting rid of that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I have I've had some demons come up in my life. And then now I'm relying more on God than anything, you know what I'm saying? Because those dark times, you know, you heard me say this before too. It's just like it's like being in the darkness and then you're seeing a, a like a light or a ray of light come in. You know you can go to the light and be safe, but now you you have been in the dark for so long, you're like, dang, what if it's just an illusion of my mind? What if I get to the light and it's worse and it's worse than the darkness? Nah, don't be scared. Because sometimes you have to go into the light and come out the darkness so you can see what's been on you in the darkness, so you can shake it off in the light. Because mm-hmm. some of that stuff can't hang in the dark in the light, and when it falls off in the light, it has to go back to the darkness.
1: Right. So so give us give us some game. On how to get to the light. When you're in the dark, you see that little beam. How do you right. get there? You have
0: to take that step.
1: That
0: step. I know that there has to be something better on the other side. This can't be what's this can't be what's it for me. You can't be willing to sit there and just accept you staying every single day struggling. You got, you got to get tired of waking up every day feeling bad. You got to get tired of waking up every single day and being in the struggle. Or you're waking up, for, the, for you young bulls, seeing your mom struggle. For your young bulls out there worrying where your next meal is going to come from. You know what I'm saying? For you adults worrying where your next meal is going to come from. You can't sit out there and worry about that. Because then you might be looking at me saying, well, yeah, if, if God is so good, how come I'm going to do this, this, and that? And the reason being is because maybe if you got your blessing right now, you wouldn't be ready for it. Right. And that's the biggest pill to swallow. Because I guarantee you, if I had a guy chance to go play professional baseball like I was supposed to at 18 years old, I wasn't ready for it.
1: Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot, OK, a lot of people have an easier road than you. OK, good. God bless them. You can't hate on somebody else's blessing. But right. if you hold on to what God has for you and trust him, I guarantee you that process that you're going through right now is preparing you for a blessing that you don't even see coming. Mm-hmm. I, left, I left high school saying I will never play organized basketball ever again. Here I am, relying on organized basketball to live every day. Right. You know? And the game for me would be just to stay faithful. Don't, don't lose your faith. Things may get hard. Things may You might end up by yourself. But those people that, that were your so-called friends, that girl that was so-called your girl, that, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is, that job that was your dream job, it might have been at that time. But you got to remember over time, you evolve. Right. That's, yeah. You know, and when you evolve, sometimes things get left behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it those and he's like, what about the what about the empty spaces or well, let God fill them with something new? Mm-hmm. And what if God and what if and what if what God wants to give you those spaces were so small because you were letting those people stay in there, that it was a bigger blessing that he wanted to bust those things right out the seams. Right. But you but you never let God even work.
1: Bro, that's like that kind of reminded me of what we were talking about before the paw off camera of some of the moves that you're making about putting yourself in position to get lucky, get blessed, yes. put right. yourself in the position. Oh, you're, you're just lucky. No, I'm not lucky. I put myself in the room that there's winners in the room. So I'm right. bound to, I'm bound to win by, by all right. If everybody else is winning in the room, then I'm gonna win. And putting yourself, and it goes like the same as like, oh, you want to stop, stop drinking, but you go to a party where there's alcohol. Like, are you putting yourself in a position to do what you wanna, what you said you want to stop doing? And oftentimes it kind of goes back to what you touched on earlier. We'll point the finger at everybody, point the finger, boom, boom, boom. Everybody, every everybody. But the person that's in control of your situation, you're the vessel that God's moving, right? So, like, right. if you're wanting better, you're not crazy for wanting better. Now you got to do better. You got to listen to listen to your little voice, listen to God, have your quiet time. Boom, 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 boom. So in order for you to know the next move, you right. need to become familiar with yourself, become familiar with yourself. So. Right you know how you'll handle those tough times. You'll know how you'll handle the next time the storm comes. You'll know what you learned from the last storm. You won't be looking at the storm. Like, "Dang, ah, I just, I just went through the storm. You're like, bet I made it through the storm. What did I learn? What did I get from the storm? Where am I at now? Like, right. And I feel like that's, that's a mindset that's often dismissed. Like, the victim mindset so easy to feed into, right? so easy to adopt. And that's really, really, sadly, what a lot of our culture does is point at everybody. Oh, I have this disability. Oh, this person's just lucky because he knows this. Da, 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 da. But if you if you dream it, if you really hold that faith and believe that you can do it, then you'll find a way to do it. You'll you'll put the ten hours in the gym for three years like nobody else will. You'll right. you'll work at Walmart from three a.m. to six a.m. Then go to the gym at seven a.m. like nobody else will. Most people want to be sleep by eleven thirty, wake up at nine thirty, make their make their breakfast. Like that's cool. That's cool. You're living comfortable, but there's gonna be somebody that's hungrier than you to come take what you wanted, and the the last thing off of that, though, this is something that you you've taught me is like, OK, maybe they get that blessing that we were both shooting for. But just because they got that blessing doesn't mean that was particularly particularly meant for me. Right. right. I may have wanted it, but maybe I'm meant for something bigger. Maybe that I just needed that one so I could actually find out what I really need. Right? right. And that that's a big thing that you you've taught me really through the years that I was training with you, the the times we just kick it and chop it up. Really? Is, I appreciate that. Yeah. Just understanding really like there's a blessing in everything. There's a blessing right. in everything. Even in your worst situations, you're going to take right. some type of blessing from it. So it's on you to figure out what the blessing is. Right. thanks. Right. Uh, Man. Like like check, it remind me of a story like where
0: like let's say like you got person A versus person B. Person B gets a job, right? So person A, you know, what can he do? He could pout, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's make sense. You know what I'm saying? So what does person A do? Person A ends up taking a job at another at another firm or like another business. let you know say it's not this, it's not the job he wants, right? Person B over there happy, he got the job of his dreams, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. So person A is at this other company, but he's doing so well that he gets promoted. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can do that job. Like, now, trust me, you can do it. So check this out, right? This is when you get God's sense of humor. So person A now got his promotion, right? So now person A has this position, James, where now person A's company buys a certain other company, right? So uh-huh. now person A is now the overseer of a per- certain department. And do you know who person A oversees? Person B, what person up? B.
1: Person, person B. B, what up? So
0: imagine Person B's in the room talking. Next thing you know, hey, here's our new company leader, Person A. Person A, man.
1: The
0: the job of your dreams is person has Person B stuck, right. but you went out there and did something different and got your own. Right. And plus, there's too many people trying to rely on that nine to five too much anyway, because mm-hmm. all a salary is is a is a is a brainwash. Mm-hmm why are you going to sit there and work a nine to five for somebody else when you can go work nine to nine to uh, nine to 12, pay yourself
1: double. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And bro, the crazy thing is the crazy thing is, is that that instant gratification. It's just so,
0: you have no idea.
1: So paralyzing. It's so paralyzing. (sighs) It's so paralyzing, And I hate to see it. I really do. I really do. Um. It just hurts me thinking, thinking about how, how unpassion filled people's days are just like me, me and my roommate, we are doing the math on, so say you have the life expectancy of 80 years, right? Just being, being modest. And typically a lot of people will only look forward for the weekends, which are, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Sunday. Say you're only looking for it for two days out of a seven day week. Right. And let's say, let's say those people are spending their two days having some mature fun and they're having some alcohol with their fun and don't even remember half of those two days. Right. Now you're getting, all right, look, let's do some quick math. So, So that's 104 days a year. So let's see 24 hours times 7 yeah 168 hours right so if you if you uh if you're only looking forward to 2 days 2 days out of the week then you're only looking for to 48 hours out of 168 hours let's see what that percentage is divided by 168 you're only looking forward to 28% of your week. Yeah. And it's just so crazy. It's just so crazy to me. Cuz people be uh like people look at me crazy and I'm, "Yes, it's Monday, let's get after it. Yes, it's Tuesday, let's get up Like I was thinking about this uh this story when I get into motivational speaking what I want to expand on. I'll talk about it right now is like you you remember that first that first day of school when you you just got some fresh fits. You you, you know you're coming back to back to school with a fresh cut. You're excited yes. to see your little friend. You got your you got your fit set out. You're going to bed a little early. You're excited. Oh, I'm gonna wake up a little early. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna have me some cereal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be ready. And right. you go to school attentive, listening that first day. But then, by day three, by day four, by week two, you
0: done.
1: You're, Damn, I got this. Damn, I I'm But imagine if you had that first day of school energy every single day, bro. It's different every single day. Even even if you don't learn that much, you'll just you'll just be filled with so much joy and so many experiences. That is the true is the true blessing within our lives is, is the experience. It's not really making the money. It's not getting the promotions. It's not, none of that. All it is is really the experiences that we gain. That's the true beauty of this life. Those emotions that we feel and with the emotions is understanding that it's a blessing to have the lows because without the lows, you won't know the highs. Hey, Boys that you won't appreciate it. You can't, yeah. you can't be successful without failing first exactly oh that's exactly what we started the pod with you gotta go down before you come up exactly that's the the name of the episode let me write that down hold on (laughs) let me write that down man you got to go down before you go yeah, I can't I can't lose that. That's the title, man. That's the title. But um all right, man. Just because I know we can't sit on here and chop it up forever. I got two two last questions for you. All
0: right, what's we'll up? Wrap it up. Um. All right.
1: What is your favorite quote to live by?
0: My favorite quote.
1: Yeah, that's the first question. What's your favorite quote to live by?
0: Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. KD.
1: Mm-hmm. Simple, classic. You, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, because yeah. you may be more talented you may you may feel like you're more talented than me, but if I got if I put the work in, and imagine if I get talented, but right. I have my work ethic. Right. You're already three years behind. You're not you're not rocking out with me. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant's training method, you'll never catch
1: up. Right. Put in too many hours. Never. Facts. Too many hours. That that's facts, facts bro. All right, my next question and my last question. How what am? is the last life lesson you've learned?
0: The life last lesson. Okay, The last life lesson I've learned. The last life lesson I've learned, my brother, is: Sometimes you really cannot allow your mind to play tricks into regards of like building things that aren't really there.
1: Mm, we were talking about this before the pod.
0: Yes. I, yes, bro. Uh, yes, well, I, I, got, I got a young lady that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, has had a, has a special person in my life, but I let my own mentals put a block on that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this could be put in regards to a lot of people because we might feel like we have a lot of potential to do other things with our life, but we put mental blocks on ourselves. And because that's what, that's, what's like stepping into the light until you just relax and just give everything to God and just take everything one step at a time without, you know what I'm saying? Without freaking out and getting overzealous and just panic anxiety and just being like, okay, I'm, I know this is happening. I know this is happening, but I'm going to take everything one step at a time. Your life will be so much better.
1: Right. Bro, this was a blessing, man.
0: Right, you're a blessing. I appreciate what you're doing, brother. And make sure y'all keep tapping in. My man got gems for you. Stay alert. (laughs) Stay focused.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate you for coming on, man. I appreciate y'all for watching. Hey, like he said, if y'all learned anything, just make sure you hit that download button, hit the like button, and hit that subscribe. And if anything, if anything, if anything, if you learned anything, if you laughed, if you smiled, if you frowned, if you hate this video, I don't care. Share it. Share it with two people. Worst comes to worst. They text you back. Why would you send me this BS? I don't care. Just send it. Send it. I promise they'll love it. I promise you'll love it. I love y'all, Vaughn. Any last remarks, man?
0: Man, I love y'all, man. God bless y'all. If anything, um, I encourage everybody just try to re- read one Bible scripture a day. Yeah, you know I mean, even if you don't, even if you don't believe in it, just try it because you never know what relevance that one Bible scripture could have.
1: Mm. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Real quick, can uh, how can they tap in with you if they if they want to tap in, man?
0: Man, if you want to tap in with me, go ahead and follow me on Instagram you can follow me at my uh, it's all one thing Javon Estelle that's J-E-V-O-N-E-S-T-E-L-L-E just follow me on Instagram tap in with me I'll be more than happy to sit down and talk with you if you want to talk about anything talk about life uh, basketball uh, anything that you need just let me know
1: sir I'll put that in the description as always, this was a blessing. Wait, before we go, can I get one yes, sir, from yes, sir, sure, man? man? I
0: mean, it's late over
1: here, but, you know, we got the yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lay I got to <laughs> gotta be careful. I feel it. I feel it. But I love you, bro. I appreciate this. Hey, man, like my grandma said, man, keep going. Keep going. I love y'all. Peace. Peace.